Welcome to Probing Deeper for November 2020, Barbara Walters, where we are having our review discussion of a little documentary called The Mothman Legacy. Spooky. Yes. Now, corn cob. <laughs> that guy's dead, right? Corn no, stalker. No, no, not corn stalker, but the big fat Native American guy. He's dead. Oh, right. there's no way he's not dead. Oh, he died of many <laughs> compounded, many <laughs> compounded minor health issues. Yeah. Like slightly high blood pressure, right. di- low level diabetes, collapsed arteries, yes. Yes. beginning of cancer, <laughs> enlarged heart. <laughs> corn stalker. And then the fucking guys with no necks or too much neck, I guess. They're also dead. Forgot about that. Because I was watching the scene, I'm like, where the fuck are those? Right, right, right. We're in the house or whatever. Which I think that I'm guessing that they wanted to avoid a little bit of the ridiculous side of it. Too much rehash of the first one. Yeah. Because they do mention that one. Right. Where they're like, oh, and. Like that, I thought they mentioned the documentary, or was it just the movie? Which one? Oh, just fucking turn that off. Yeah, so you hit something, and mine was cutting out a little bit. It's back now. Well, this was well. That's when I messed with the laptop. I I physically turned the dumb keyboard off. Uh, no, the this is not a sequel to Eyes of the Mothman. No, I know, but I feel like they mentioned Eyes of the Mothman in this. No, they mentioned or just uh, the the Mothman prophecy, the true movie. Yeah, 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 I thought they said something about eyes, but I could have just been. Yeah. No, like like when we were we were recording the normal uh probing ancient aliens episode last night and when I was leaving I was like, "Oh, look, you should watch the first one of this guy's Mothman documentaries too." But as soon as I, and it didn't matter anyway because I was like, I when I watched the trailer for it, I was like, "Oh, this is probably just going to be better as a standalone anyway." And right. so I watched the first one with uh, my wife, with Harris. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that people think it's little <laughs> Harris. Yeah. Uh, like the cattle ranch, we can go in the whole right. thing like we did before, where it's all big piles of shit out there. <laughs> Harris Whittles. Up the old five. Um, but so uh, my asshole. <laughs> uh, but, and it was really good. It came out in 2017. Uh, this guy, Seth Breedlove, and the, the narrator guy, Luke, um, should I have it right here? Uh, it's Luke something, and he looks kind of. That's he's the only kind of porn doctor in this whole thing, mm-hmm. but he just seems a little douchey. He doesn't seem like a fucking charlatan or something, yeah. you know. But I just had IMDb open. There it is. Um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, it is Lyle Uh-oh. Blackburn. What's up? I just got another message, real quick. Oh, did you want to pause it? Oh, of course. Okay, sorry. Just gonna pause right quick. <laughs> That was a pretty cool little riff. <laughs> That's how you do it. Uh, but yeah, Lyle, Black, uh, Lyle Blackburn, now that I've watched three of Seth Breedlove's kind of monster documentaries, he has like, I think, seven to nine of them or something. And then he's, he because uh, I heard him on uh, Somewhere in the Skies. And, uh, yes. uh, and I was like, oh shit, like this actually sounds like, this guy sounds normal and smart. And so I want to check out his content. And I've seen his content pop up on Amazon Instant Video all the time because uh, because I watched The Mothman Prophecies and Eyes of the Mothman like mm-hmm, multiple mm-hmm, times mm-hmm. on there. And so, yeah, he has, like, uh, the, the the Creature of Boggy Creek or whatever, which, which was 2016. I think that was the first one he did. 
Then he had the Mothman Legacy. He has one called like it's about the the Bell Witch, like the Bell Witch Cave that like Ghost Adventures done and everything yeah. like that. Um, and then he has a couple UFO ones, and one of them is, is ma- he's making this upcoming year too. Like like literally, he's like, oh, like after this interview, Ryan, I'm going to the airport to start filming that thing on Monday or something. So yeah, um, he works like a lot. And then that guy Lyle Blackburn, who's the narrator of all of these, the the creature from Boggy Creek or whatever. He is like he's he's the narrator and he's kind of on the screen, mm-hmm. so he looks like a total like uh, arena country rock douchebag, mm-hmm. but uh, or like kind of like Wheel, Wheeler Walker Jr. or something. Right, right, but right, right. Uh, but he also when he's walking around with people, he seems actually pretty normal. He just looks like a total doucher. Yeah, he's got the fucking uh, what do they call the like not the chin strap but the fucking like the curly Q kind of. Well, it's it's got he's got the the everything no, no, but right, the chin. Right, right, right. It's like the. The cowboy Fu Manchu with right. the connected chin strap, but chinless, right, and right, a soul right. patch, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and then sleeve one. tattoos. And Isn't then... that kind of like the Kitty Whisperer guy or whatever? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in PetSmart on a lot of the products right, and everything. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, which my wife, when we first saw it years ago, was like, "Oh, look, it's you." <laughs> oh, you or me? Me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, she thinks I am you. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she you're married a Steve. bald, somewhat gay-looking man. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> he has that like those like bedroom eye smiles on all of his yeah. fucking products. But you have a goatee. He has like the whole other part exactly. of the face. I know. <laughs> but to my wife, well, he has a beard yeah, and he's white. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and black hair. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he had a bald head. Well, she, I mean, black okay. facial right, hair. Okay. So. Uh, you know that black style facial hair. Yes. yes. Well, he dies of black for <laughs> sure because that is. Stark. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's jet black. Exactly. Um, not Jack Black. No. But um, not the magazine Jack. <laughs> which oh, I am my... silent again. No, you're fine. Take it oh, off the fucking I, thing. I can't. I have <laughs> yes, to keep it here. I have to keep it here. Keep what here? I. This is the only place for the computer. <laughs> the computer doesn't have to be laying. I we mean, can. We right got to rearrange these cords at some point. It's fine. Can um, you hear yourself? Yes. No, yeah, I see. Yeah. You're fine. Come yeah. on. Stop whining. Uh, stop whining. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, he's the narrator. Uh, it's not really a negative, but it is kind of like, I do get kind of sick of his voice. It's not douchey or anything. It's just kind of like, it's the same the whole time. And so that when you're watching three pieces of this guy's content, it's kind of like whatever. But yeah. um, I'm not sure what connection he has with Seth Breedlove, who's the actual writer and producer and creator. But um, I'm guessing they're friends or he just thinks he's cool and has a good voice and does all the whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, But... After watching the first one, the uh, what the fuck was it? Um, Mothman Terror in the Skies, I think, or something like that. No, Terror in the Skies is one of his other things. Uh, fuck, I just said it. Hold on. Figure for it says well, it right here. Back to Jet, my brother's friend when he was a kid. Jet Magazine. Yeah, was really into actual jets and thought that mm. was a magazine <laughs> about jet. So he ordered. But it's a, a black porn magazine, right? Not a porn magazine. It's just oh. a black culture kind of. Oh, magazine. okay, got it, got it. Um, <laughs> so he got a subscription. <laughs> 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 His parents were somewhere like, "Why? Yeah. What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, it's a, se- a direct sequel to the uh, the Mothman of Point Pleasant is the 2017 okay. movie. So yeah. it's cool though because I watched the we watched that one two nights ago, um, and you can see just in those three years that like the um, production values like the budgets like way higher in this. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy or anything, yeah. but I mean they it, have enough like uh, dramatized scenes. Yeah, th- those those are all higher quality. The animation's that. higher quality. Although the 2017 one kind of has like almost like black and white Walking Dead comic style. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna, animation. Uh, what are they called? Yeah, anim- it's like uh, like animatics, animatics. Yeah, where, where it's like where it's like a semi-animated still drawing kind of mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. where they're like messing with the layers uh, okay, and stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, 
but Which still had quite a bit of because it was like yeah. the eyes and the yeah yeah the mole man. Um, but. I would say that if you were going to pick one of Seth Breedlove's two Mothman things, just watch this. Mm-hmm. Because while that one's really good, it's six, the first one is 68 minutes. Okay. And it is a great, like a really good timeline, all of evidence. Whereas this was a little more akin to, this feels more like a sequel to Eyes of the Mothman, even though they two have nothing to do with each other. Right. Um, where it really plays on, I mean, it's the Mothman legacy. So it's more about what happened after the Silver Bridge collapse and the Mothman phenomena supposedly died off, which it actually didn't. So mm-hmm. it seemed to have, the report seemed to have slowed down. Right. Uh, but that is one fallacy that is interesting because the Eyes of the Mothman documentary, which I've seen twice now, and I think you have too. Yeah. It ends saying literally making the point all of when that Silver Bridge collapsed, the Mothman was never seen again in right, Point right. Pleasant or the Strand. And it's like that's just not true. And Jeff Wamsley, who's the long-haired dude who was in Eyes of the Mothman quite a bit. Right, right. I was going to say he was fully from yes. that. Yeah. I would I would have thought he might he would have like gone on record saying I disagree with that point or something like that too. He also seems like a really laid back, yeah. you know, guy. But and, you know, and his daughter's super lucky because hey man, I'm retiring. <laughs> this is all yours, baby. <laughs> the, the festival, the yeah, weird store the museum. that's a museum. Yeah. The, the basically the KGB museum. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> yep. it's a storefront that is yes. some sort of it looks like a record store museum. You know, thing. yeah. Um, which again, I wonder if they do a thing like at the KGB museum yeah. where it's like you can't just come in; you have to like pay, and then it's like a weird tour within the like storefront, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, we call him Jeff is, yeah. Wamsley, yeah. man, because he fucking knocks it down. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> yeah, he crushes. And, well, and he wait, what the fuck? Okay, oh. sorry. Okay, did it stop recording? I don't know. It glitched out for a second, oh. but we're still good. Good, apparently. Um, but uh, but yeah, he he also says at one point. That uh, he's like, you know, if I had like at the very end, he's like, if I need advice for people, I would just say, and I'm not making fun of him, like, but this is the only kind of porn doctory thing or like ancient aliens show thing. It kind of was. He was like, because he has fucking greasy ass, long, very thinning hair yeah, in this yeah. in the center, but um, but I'm sure a super nice guy. But he yeah. he uh, he's like, you know, follow your dreams. Like I had a lot of dreams and I followed most of them. You know, some didn't work out, and I was like, oh, band, 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 right, band, right, like right, music, right. music, yeah, music, yeah, yeah. like producer. Yes, exactly. Uh, Musician, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it was interesting to see his daughter in there, who like when you first see her, I'm like, oh, maybe she's kind of attractive, but then you see her whole. <laughs> That's it. Massive no, holes. then you see her whole. Yeah. Uh, no, then you see her walking with him, so you get scale because he's a short dude. Oh yeah, and she so she almost she becomes kind of hobbitish. I've got for a, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a little. Wonder, she probably had his kid or two. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she but, porked uh, a few out. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but, you know, kind of trendy for the town, yeah, you, you know, know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> of yeah, 5,000 people. Yeah. Um, They're probably like some of the kings of that town. Oh God, I'm sure. Because if they have a festival. They are literally known by shit. everyone in the town. Oh yeah, so. big Um, and, ba- and when that's, I mean, again, we're kind of skipping to the end, but like, um, they really talked about how at least the economic legacy of the Mothman has been good for Point Pleasant because business after the bridge collapse for decades, the everyone was kind of traumatized, and no one wanted to hang out on the down the downtown uh, area because it leads straight onto the bridge, even mm-hmm. the new bridge. Because they said that the bridge was out in so in the first in the the Mothman of Point Pleasant, the bridge was out. Like Jeff Wamsley's like, he's like that ramp up to the what used to be the bridge there. It was it was there was nothing there for like seven years mm-hmm. while they while like we're trying to figure out building a new bridge. Yeah. 
So he's like, no one wanted to drive down there, and it was just this constant reminder that that bridge fucking fell into right. the river. The, you yeah, know? people so, died. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so, uh, but um, but anyway, I mean, what were your what were your overall thoughts on this? It was okay. Like I think it moved a well. It it was the right length. Uh-huh. Where Eyes of the Mothman is like, I feel like three hours, three hours yeah. or something goofy. But that one's like really deep, and again, that yeah, maybe yeah. again, it's the first hit that we had, so that's why yes. it just had slaps a little different. Yeah, where this almost one, that was almost Tiger King esque retroactively, where it's right. like, oh, all these crazy characters are in this town, exactly. Yeah. While while the narrator is taking it very seriously, right, know? right, right, right. Well, everyone was taking it seriously. Well, then, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's part of why it's funny sometimes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just. If it was longer, I could see this being like a fall asleep movie. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. so dark and, yeah. and slow to a certain extent. But it was a nice yeah, change of pace of yeah. like, okay, there's like some different people talking here, some different stories, yeah. some sh- shit happening, whatever. And again, a lot of the, maybe the Mothman isn't a true alien. It's more of this like sentient fear being and like right. what is fear and right. like we're manifesting the visualization of the fear yes. through this Mothman. Now, why is it? In this specific area as a Mothman, I don't know, but right. here for some reason it seems to just do that. Right. Yeah. Like what I like, like a different angle. Yeah. Like that's what I liked is is that this compared to Eyes of the Mothman, which was really about here's the phenomena, here's context for the phenomena. Now you make your own decision right. on if it was paranormal. Right. This was here's why John Keel. And all of these people think it is a paranormal thing, right? right? Like, it's like, and then let's explore the ways, like, the theories about what kind of paranormal is mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Is it a cryptid? Is it an ultra terrestrial? Is it an alien? Uh, is it a, a just a consciousness energy that represents fear or something? Right, right. Because um, they had, like, it, you know, it's basically uh, a face mask. Exactly. You know, it's a representation of fear. Right, you know? exactly. And we do not wear those right. here. <laughs> not up in Nascimento, no, my friend. No, uh, uh, San Luis Obispo was not systematically racist. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it it uh, that that aspect of it kind of like again, not that it was boring, but and it wasn't slow. There was actually a shit ton of information. Yeah, and that is, I think, why it could be a fall asleep movie because when you have a lot of information and it, the the narrator just has the same kind of voice like this. And da 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 and da da, da. so it's yeah. the same looping cadence the whole time. Now, at least in this uh, versus the prequel to this, there was much less of Lyle Blackburn talking. There was like about half and half in this. It was like ninety percent in the first one because mm-hmm. it was just like showing the timeline. It would it would have interviews with people and stuff, but they were right. shorter and 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 snappier. Um, and uh, it was cool that they carried through that timeline graphic. Mm-hmm. That was the exact same graphic from the, fir- the 2017 version. And then now this one starts in 1967 and afterwards right, as it right, moves right. up to now. So um, that was interesting too. But yeah, definitely like a, if you, it's not that it's like dull or slow. It's just that it can get a little monotonous because it's, it's almost information overload because they're throwing names of people around like crazy in this. Yeah. But it's not like hard to follow because, I mean, they do a good job of then showing that person and you usually hear them talk or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. but uh, they really went kind of ghost adventures. Uh, it like definitely was inspired by a lot of the the ghost hunting shows right now with like how they shot, you know, the scene with the girl in her bedroom and stuff. Right, and right, it's right, like right. coming out of the door and things like that. Um, which I mean on the door. Yeah. yeah, which I think is just like, the recipe is low contrast, low lighting, semi-grayscale coloring, 
and then like kind of shitty CG over a guy in a black suit of some kind with pointy mm-hmm. fingers. That seems to be scary man like shadow figure. It can, it can be a Mothman. Yeah. It can be a shadow figure. It can be a demon. It can be the devil. It can like all right, like right. Ghost Adventures does that like with everyone. It's it's a fucking tall tall dude in a black all black suit and maybe there's some weird smoke effects or fog effects around it yeah and the fingers move weird oh and then framing frame skipping a lot it's like the right. where they yeah, just probably tell the guy uneasy. hey can you act like you're stretching your neck out for 30 seconds and then they just go yeah, and, and they, they make just, it all yeah, fast looking alter the cuts um but um but anyway i mean the the i oddly so here's really the crux of of my reaction to it because it is a really good film, I think, yeah. and you should watch it. And like, again, I think you could probably, if you really want, I mean, the, the good thing about the 2017 prequel is that it's included with prime video. So you don't have to pay for it. If you're already a prime member. Wait, because on yours, I had to rent it. No, no, no. The prequel to this. Oh, the prequel. Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. the other, like last night. Yeah. Uh, wait, did you mention Twitch? And yeah, I literally just finished the sentence mentioning Twitch. Prequel. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I got, I, I'm uh, full of prequel. Yeah. If you're watching uh, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Uh, My quill is full of prequel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he's prequilling all mm. over that last. <laughs> now let's get that signature mm. going, boys. Her bodice yeah. will have to be hung out to dry tonight. As he's raping her. Yeah. Uh, but she's into it, so it's, it's all consensual here. You know, they called it bodice rippers, yeah, the yeah, old yeah. Uh, Victorian I'm a, sexy I'm time I'm a power books. bodice. Yeah. <laughs> bodice with the bodice. That means you're holding up huge tits. Oh, yeah. You're just like one of two little twinks that has to hold up the big lady's huge tits for yeah. men to fuck, and then maybe yeah, you yeah. get a little right. of that wet on the bodice. A little bit of that drip. That sweat, or is it sweat or is it cum? Oh, new game show. Game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the only contestants can be the little twinks. Yeah. The, what do you say? The bodice. I'm a power bodice. Power yeah. Bodice. So you can hold up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And lift us the bodice. <laughs> yeah. Lift us from the bottom, is right. my friend. <laughs> um, I also feel, though, that if that this is also. It's not. I mean, there's enough context, but be, I think we've been like pleasantly spoiled by eyes of the Mothman because mm-hmm. the, and even the, even the first one, the um, Mothman at Point Pleasant, it's, it's a lot of reporting, but not a lot of context. And so, which is in and of itself is cool. Cause like, Oh, these are all the real reports. Like here's like mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. and then they're tying it together with what's going yeah, on yeah. in the, in the town. But, but like that one barely gets into injured cold. It barely gets into the men in black, which are like the whole other, Two thirds of which is what I liked about Eyes of the Mothman is it really focuses on all those things. Right. The Mothman is prevalent throughout that, but it's kind of the it's kind of the center, the central story because the whole first forty five minutes is about the curse of Cornstalk uh, and the Gorge. history of the town. Um, but uh, but this is I wouldn't watch this one injured cold. I wouldn't go yeah. in injured cold on this hey, one. He's been in this house apparently. I know, and well, I want to talk about that too, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> But um, so again, I'm I'm not saying it's glossing over because they don't really go over the injured cold stuff in this. Exactly. Like so, it's again, it's like it's hardcore Mothman reports and what has happened since then. Which again, there wasn't another documentary about that about the post 1967. All the documentaries end with the Silver Bridge collapse, and so um, so kudos to this for going beyond that, which is cool. but uh, because that was the most fascinating thing, it's like, oh, all those other documentaries then are wrong, mm-hmm. just because, like, uh, even if they had just said instead of all the phenomenon stopped, which they didn't, they just could have said reports like lessened by a slowed factor of twenty five, like yeah, way yeah. slowed down or whatever. Obviously, the town is traumatized for years after losing like forty of its citizens, 
um, and only a town of 5,000, so it really was one of those where, like, somebody knew some somebody that died there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but also, like, they, they do a nice blend of, like, I, I think what I liked about it the most, and this will kind of go into what my main reaction to it, which was surprising, uh... What I liked about it the most, and what I like about the Mothman phenomena the most... You're wearing your shirt today. I am, yeah. Uh, I'm being that guy. I'm wearing yeah, the, the band sure. to the concert well, of the band. it's a themed content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that the Mothman is not... Is rarely talked about as being evil. Mm-hmm. Now, it's scary to people, but the, most of the people are not like... I mean, there's a handful of them, but most of the people are not like, I was the most scared I'd ever fucking been, because the Mothman never really directly attacks anyone. Uh, the the story with, um, they go over it in the prequel and in Eyes of the Moth and we're like, the guy's dog runs out to these uh, whirling red lights mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the lights become two lights like the eyes and then the dog disappears and he never yeah. sees it again. That's like the only time when like somebody got hurt by the Mothman, kind of, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but then every other experience with the Mothman is either being chased by it in cars. So again, not even being chased on foot where it's going to actually hurt you or something, but that it seems interested in people driving and it's flying along or whatever. Yeah. It seems interested in people's houses and it seems right. that chasing, might chasing, right. not attack like attacking. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not stalking or attacking right, or whatever, right? Or so star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all this you're obsessed with that yeah, guy. Yeah. Cuz I kept thinking the whole time like that guy's fucking dead. Like yeah. where the fuck is this guy? A corn stock. Yeah. <laughs> well, now the funny thing is, is in both the prequel to this and in in uh, the Mothman Legacy, they have like the clearly, clearly crazy under the surface kind of milfy Indian, Native American chick. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. tribal chick. Mm-hmm. She seems like a girl that like, if you get a couple drinks in her, she would flirt like with you like crazy, but also make your life a nightmare. She yeah. just is like, she seems like she's about to fucking explode on you at any right, second. Right. Cause she was the one <laughs> that I'm was, about to <laughs> Cause she was, she was in the first one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but it's cool though. Cause she is like, I think she's a Shoney or Shawnee expert. Yeah. Cause she's the great, she's the seventh generation, great granddaughter of Cornstalk. Right. Apparently. So Corn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cause she, but cause she almost seems irritated towards the end where she's like, well, yeah, Keel kept trying to say that it was a Thunderbird, but a Thunderbird, say, yeah, no Thunderbird is not a, what did she call it, an Eastern Wilderness it's tribal a south- southwestern. thing. It's a Southwestern yeah, yeah. tribal Those thing. Those are Plains people. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's just in classic ancient astronaut theory, like, well, that's just how they described it in the Southwest, mm. but maybe in the Northeast you do have something. Right. And there was bird, there was bird men in almost every ancient Native, culture of yeah. some kind. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Ooh, popcorn smells like a Halloween carnival. It does. It smells like like caramel corn or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. You um, remember those as a kid? Caramel. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. We had them in elementary school. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. Such a big deal because yep. it was like you did stuff during the day, then you went back at night, and it was cool because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm at school at night, and I'm yes. dressed up. Yes. Fucking cotton candy, popcorn. <laughs> it was like a magical time. Stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, now it's not just us as kids on this playground. It's everyone's parents, and it's been transformed. Like, it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah, and we're all in costumes, and, right. and your brothers and sisters and whoever right. are here, too, and there's your friend. Like, And I think also it's because school, this time at school was purely for fun. It wasn't right. like a PTA auction. It wasn't yeah. some fucking now thing you have to work. You just went there to have fun and play games yeah. and walk away with shit. You right. Know? And this smell plus eating cotton candy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was and a good time. <laughs> Sometimes I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> I 
Because I, I would be there I was now. still going to elementary yeah. school Halloween carnivals. Yeah. Carnivals dressed up. <laughs> I was the long man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Slender Man. Yeah. But. <laughs> you were the guy that's in all the uh, ghost hunting shows that yeah, wears yeah. the black suit. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creepy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Old creepy yeah, fingers. Yeah, I was going to say, that's my jazz name. <laughs> creepy fingers. Diddly diddly diddle your clit. <laughs> you know, uh, creepy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Electro jazz. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Electro jazz wave. <laughs> Wasn't that like in... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the Mighty Boosh when it... I feel like it was something oh, where yeah. it's like... He, uh, it's where he's, uh, it's where he... Yes. Like opens his mouth to talk and it's just... Yeah, because he does the out. whole bit where he's like... Uh, he has the two genders, and it's the... I sing that all the time, so the... I am Electro Boy. Oh, that's... I, and then yeah, turns, like the captain's I am suit. Electro Girl, because he has one of the half and yeah. half things on. Uh, yeah, I, I, like every fucking day of my life, oh, I wow. still sing that song I in my totally, head I 100% some point. forgot about yeah. that. But yeah, it's just the scenes of like... Yeah. Like the totally not coming out yeah. of your mouth. And I remember when I saw them at Comic-Con, uh-huh. for me it was new, and I didn't realize how kind of popular it was yeah, which yeah. the boot the panel wasn't sold out but it, or not sold out but filled up yeah but it was still a good amount of people but so they did crimping which was like yeah. the <laughs> the um improv yeah. song thing whatever which is clearly scripted but right. the show but <laughs> yeah. there's this guy who's like can you crimp now yeah can you guys do crimping now and the, they're like no that's impossible. Right. We write it for the show. <laughs> right. You're asking our like, fantastical reality show, something yeah. in that, to just do right now. Yeah, to do this weird improv where we <laughs> right. know exactly what the other person's going to say on an improv. That's right. the joke. Right. And he's like, but can you do it now? They're like, no. Oh, my like, God. He can't, oh. Like, it's impossible. So embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, That's the equivalent of a, well, I have this documents. Can you read them, please, yeah, Giorgio yeah. Sukula? <laughs> Uh, sure. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. God, I hate weirdos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking freaks. <laughs> um, and Kevin Burns or George Burns or I can't always forget which Burns. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm over here producing ancient aliens. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, book two, yeah. the devil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where he's hanging out with a little girl. All right. the time. <laughs> Uh, stuff. And it's like he never moved either. Even at that time, he was just sitting in chairs or maybe turning on his feet. Yeah, and that was like the most on. acting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, her, her little feet are turning me on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, George, cut, please. Yeah. <laughs> edit, edit, we cut. asked you to, t- to stop doing the feet thing. Um, but he's God. He designed her feet. You know, yeah. he appreciates his artwork. Let's just do Let's play it like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Oh, uh, anyway, yeah the the Mothman not being like it's clearly this is much more of a monster documentary than the first one was. Yeah, where, where it was a little more vibed like Eyes of the Mothman, where it's like, hey, this is history, and here's the reports and whatever. Um, but I think real, I mean, and from what Seth Breedlove said on Somewhere in the Skies, they really just like he just wanted to make the dramatizations cooler. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's just as simple as that, even though he takes it very seriously, the subject matter and stuff. But um, I really liked that they had, um, it was like Brad or, or Jerry Hammett or something, the guy that wrote the screenplay for the Mothman prophecies um, because he read John Keel's book and John Keel's the guy that lived in Point Pleasant during the, all this shit happening. And, or, or sorry, he was there for months like off and on. And then he was talking to Mary Heyer, who was the journalist that lived there, and she like reported on uh, the town, like the surrounding towns, but mostly Point Pleasant. And then mm-hmm. she had that column called like "These Strange Waters" or something, and that's where she always did the paranormal stuff going on, being reported in the mm-hmm. town. 
And uh, she ended up dying like a year after the bridge collapse, really, which is kind of sad because she was still feeding John Keel all of the reports that were still happening after the Silver Bridge went mm-hmm. down. Um, but that's really, I mean, Mary Heyer's death is really why it, it, people thought nothing happened anymore, which mm-hmm. then, because we discussed that heavily with Eyes of the Mothman based on their claim mm-hmm. that wasn't true, that all the reporting and sightings Just of the Mothman disappeared stopped. Disappeared zero, yeah. And, uh, because then, like, in, within a couple years, they're like, oh, in, in uh, rural Pennsylvania close by, people were seeing what they described as, like, a pterosaur, like a pterodactyl-style yeah, yeah. thing, which is kind of the same, kind of similar. But if it was a, more of an energy that manifested with people's fears, then there you go, right? Yeah, fears for um, fears. And they were – because they are talking about, like, could this thing be an archetype? But they're like – they're like, Birdman are kind of an archetype, but they're like, but we don't know what this would be. Like, mm-hmm. why, why are people seeing it like this? Especially yeah. because – like if it's a, if it's an, a conscious energy, some in, like if it's just an energy form that is conscious of some kind, um, that maybe is still earthbound but just isn't physical, right? Maybe it's just a type of life that we don't understand mm-hmm. even on Earth, which is an interesting subject in and of itself. Yeah, it's like having alien life on Earth, just like a type of life form we don't know. Yeah, uh, why then would it? I mean, and well, I guess I guess they're trying to answer that question too because it's kind of the whole banshee, like Irish folklore thing. Um, it's like, why would it take the same form for all like two hundred and some people that report? You know what I mean? Like, unless then, yeah. How's there a consistent line through? Right, because even even if the small town where a lot of people are very similar and do the same stuff, like again, maybe if it's a Native American tribe, right. That- this is part of their folklore, and then they right. see it. It's like the boogeyman, or right. like we see the wolf. I see a, a werewolf in the whatever. I don't right. know, you know. Yeah. But again, if it's just this kind of town that, that's small but doesn't have a deep rooted culture together, right? Exactly. Which kind of plays up on where it plays up on, right? It's like, oh, it's this crazy town, but they don't know it's a oh, clown uh, or whatever. But the Stephen King's it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Stephen King, <laughs> yes. Where's this town that's been around for a while, and there's just this yes. weird fucked up thing that no right. one can quite place their finger on but every x years right. you know something fucked well up if there was ever in it chapter three it would just he'd just be a, a mask the whole time yeah exactly you know the ultimate fear the yeah. ultimate representation yes it would just be joe biden walking around yes. your town yeah uh with a mask and he'd make everyone in the town think they were in lake nascimento exactly. which is scary in and of itself because their, their house would disappear yeah. even though it's there they just this can't see past the veil are. yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, the three lights are just the right. mask. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> opening yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then COVID's real. Right. <laughs> Go to the hospital. <laughs> You're asymptomatic. Cough, cough, <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> Georgie. Because yeah, he didn't take yeah. the form of Georgie. He just said Georgie yeah, yeah, to scare, Georgie to scare Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Georgie, Georgie. 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 <laughs> Look at your brother. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> Look at your brother. <laughs> He's uh, gone. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I I really liked the 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 one report, like the one interview that seemed different was kind of the most recent one with there where they had the actual eyewitness. So it was kind of like the lanky guy with glasses. He seemed the most. I mean, he was the youngest by far. He was probably only in his like forties or fifties. Um, but he's the one where he's like, hey, yeah, me and my dad were driving down Route 50 over here, and they had a Mothman, but he, he like, they had a Mothman sighting, but he, and this was in 99 or 2000, so very recent, and he's like, but the strangest thing was, was two, well, it was two things, his mom, 
five years before that had a or sorry in the 50s had a sighting mm-hmm. only a mile or so or 500 feet from there he said in the cemetery where they thought it was a ghost right a ghost that literally had a big like cowl on and then flew up into the air yeah, and it was just like yes exactly <laughs> it was beetle, hey, beetle guys yeah um but uh the this was the only guy at least on this documentary that described it as being semi-see-through as if it was made of like tv static right right right. that's the fucking weird one where it's like okay like okay like that because then they even use that analogy later where it's like just imagine tv static and you just stare at it yeah yeah start to see something right like a a rorschach test like you look at something long enough you start to see something. your brain tries to figure out the signal right right right, right. and so because then even it's like oh well obviously he grew up hearing about the mothman it's his brain trying to now apply exactly this to that too Right, right Which is kind of like the whole like um, uh, Schrodinger's cat thing, and that we've now understood, like with light waves and things, where it's like, is it a wave? Is it a particle? Yeah. Well, it depends on who's looking at it, which is fucking insane. Right, right. But that's like the I can't remember what law that is, but it's like about it's about the observable properties, like yeah. that things will change depending on the conscious being that's observing it. Right. Which is insane. Well, and again, so that's crazy. where it's like if we travel at the speed of light. Everything would appear to stop to us, right? Because the light can't reach your fucking eyeball, exactly. which is the core base of how you're things interpreting work. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so technically, you're always looking at the past because you're just looking at a reflection. But if you're right. moving away from an object, right, at the same speed that reflection would come at you, everything would just look like it stood still. Right, right. So, did you have some edibles before we did this? That's pretty heady on, shit, man. man. <laughs> hey, that's from our friend's uh, three-year-old daughter had some edibles yeah. today and Oops. had to go to the hospital. She's okay, yeah. And it's actually kind of a funny story because he's like, she passed out. Em- so I'm just picturing her like eating this candy, and like, whoa, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> drippy, dippy, yeah. <laughs> hey, boom. He's like, uh, he's like, my neighbors have some older kids. Yeah, some of the and larger so, children. <laughs> so I thought he's like, and so it just looked like a piece of candy on the ground, and she yeah. ate it, and then passed out, and then threw up immediately, yeah, and just had the spins basically. <laughs> and the doctor it's... said she's fine; she just needs to sleep it off. Yeah, <laughs> and then she woke funny... up hungry. Yes, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's oh. that's like well, like uh, Sterling's mom ate uh, edible mm. lime. Uh, tart thing oh. out of their fridge once yeah, and yeah. just like pass the fuck out on the couch. I think Sterling did on accident <laughs> too. Or yeah. Gotta label those things, exactly. guys. But um, uh, but that point I just made is from also young Einstein. He goes, now, oh, if you yeah. look at the clock yeah. over there, it would appear that time stood still because right. if you move away from it yeah. as fast as it's coming, <laughs> right. the clock would have never appear to move. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's, so heady stuff for an eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's young Einstein. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Australian Einstein for exactly. some reason. Um, Bubbles and beer. Speaking of which, do you need another one? Yeah. Should Let's pause it. I have to pee too. Real quick. We'll be right back. Back from the Cosmic Entity. Speaking of which, Cosmic Entity is a bottle aged stout, which was a can stout. Saw that, yeah. And they've been going back and forth because Dragon Mask started as a can, then they did bottles. Right. Now it's back to can. Sorry, this Modern Times talk. Yeah. Beer they're drunk out. Uh, <laughs> and then there was another. Oh, uh, Beastmaster was originally canned. Right, right. Now right. it's only bottles. Yeah. And now yeah. they did that Cosmic Entity and then the, not the Pharaoh, but the Marshmallow Temple of something. Temple of Silence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As cans, and now those are barely right. so should be interesting. I'll probably yeah, it's fun to see, to see the yeah. difference between the two. Um, but um, anyway, I think we were talking about I, I was talking about the how they're not making it into a villain. So that leads me to so I had a very weird experience watching this. Nothing paranormal, 
but I was like, I was, because this did not happen with, I'm, 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 I've said it before, like I'm super, and it's not like it's a fucking hot take because the Mothman is such a popular, if you don't want to just call it a cryptid story in general for a reason, because it hits all the marks. Like Mm -hmm. there were concurrent UFO sightings. You have this fucking dude injured cold that speech speak telepathically to you with a crazy smile you have men in black that either that don't seem like government men in black right. but other aliens and shit right, like right, that right. um faux humans oh yeah all of these weird terrifying experiences that are all centered on this town and like i part of what has fascinated me about that i think and i think of why it led to me having like such a weird emotional response to this particular one where like I've, I think I've always envied, and this is probably why I liked Hell Year 2 to mm-hmm. a lot, because I kind of envied Point Pleasant as a at least it, it was a community that had something to tie it together. Right. And I've realized in my adult life how kind of just numb my living in suburbia in Orange County and right yeah. by L.A. and all that stuff, like everything's, oddly enough, well, it sounds like small people. Yes, yeah. it, it's, it sounds like small town life where it's like, Everything's the same all the time. Nothing changes. Like it's all it's that well, same. But it's like there's nothing to unify anyone except boring subjects like politics or religion or sports or whatever. And I'm just like, I never cared about. Well, and that that's stuff, why they're like, know? oh, the best place to go be alone is in a large crowd of people. Because mm-hmm. it's like, especially around here, no one right. Very unless it's like early morning and you're like, okay, you're you're not the like crazy Gary zombie like just right. trying to find a place to crash for the day or yeah, night. yeah. Um, or super wasted, like you're just a normal person who's up right. at this hour. Probably a relatively good sign that they're somewhat an upstanding citizen because they didn't get yes. fucking plastered all right. night and they can't get <laughs> yeah. out of bed. They're like right. up exercising, whatever. So yeah. like when we play disc golf and stuff, it's like those are the people. Like hey, good morning, hey, good morning, exactly, or like surfing. Yeah. It's like hey, you know, whatever. Right. Like just at least a nod and yeah. a hey. There's something unifying you a little bit, you know. Where there's in the afternoon at these same places, it's like oh, you're the wasteoids because now you're just right. getting up, getting right. your day started. <laughs> yeah, not working. You're, you're gonna, yeah, you probably didn't work or you work some weird fucked up job. Yeah, you're on the dole. Um, and this yeah, guy's now, drinking pineapple yeah, juice all day. Wild. God, now you're three it. p.m. I clipped her front paws. No, it's fine. I just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she was falling, so then yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. On oh, my yeah. brand new $30 champion <laughs> sweats. Okay. My brain hangers. <laughs> um, oh, I got them boxer briefs. I'm all packed in yeah, right yeah. here just yeah. for you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, these oysters are baking. <laughs> <laughs> my sperm count is dropping rapidly. <laughs> it is quite sweet. Uh, anyways. Yeah, like, and that but, is... But yeah, there's just this something about a small town. It's like, hey, like, yeah. you can do your own thing, but when you're in the downtown, there's, like, an actual community feel right. where there's no place here where you're in crazy fucking Huntington Beach. I right. guess you go to a Trump rally or something. Right. Where you're just, just driving down count. giant six-lane wide streets yeah. Yeah. Of, that are just dead zones of nothingness. Yeah. And you when know, you're like... at Main Street, it's just like, here's a bunch of tours or other people, or you go right. out to eat, it's like, here's a bunch of other people. Right. It's like, at least in these towns, it, yeah, when I visited places like this, right. like in Oregon and other spots, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, this does feel like everyone knows each other, which is yeah. kind of cool. I, maybe a, for us, a, it's cool because it's different. But there, yeah, but I mean, but it's something that they're aware of too. Like there is a tangible. But some vibe. people hate that too. True, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, because if because if it's it's like the flavor of a food, right? Exactly. There's a ta- there's a tangible flavor, and if you don't like that, yeah. then and that's all there is to eat, it sucks, and you want to get the fuck right. out if of there. If you grew up with that, and that's all you know, and you're like, right. I don't want this, so those are the people who come to the big cities, and then right. you get people like us who are like, well, 
I guess I could move out of the city and probably be fine right. and happy and whatever. But. Well, and it, oddly enough, <laughs> one of the few places like that was Main Street USA in Disneyland, where even though that's in Orange County, when you go there, you're at least like, hey, we're all at Disneyland together. Yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of just has this like energy but, to yeah. them, you know, as opposed We've to all, just... Yeah, had a good time now. Right. Like, and, and as opposed to just like, well, basically it's just like a town where, not that this is actually true... But there is that vibe that's like, oh, you you're staying here because you chose to stay here. Assuming it's like a nice place that right, isn't right, right. like yeah, you're not a stuck. fucking like you know a ghetto or something right, like right, that. Right. But um, kind of prompt. like that fucking like the Gummo City that got destroyed by yeah, yeah. tornadoes so, um, or whatever yeah, you know. In but Ohio. Um, but uh, also similar close area to Point Pleasant exactly. too, which um, I always forget West Virginia and Ohio are that close. Yeah, because I always think of Ohio as dead center in the country. It's like no, it's only a couple states from the East Coast. Like it's crazy, yeah. but. Um, but no, like I, there was something brewing this whole, watching this thing about halfway through, I started feeling like overwhelmingly very sad and very lonely and also very like, I felt, and I, I, I was trying to rack my brain cause I was literally tearing up at parts where I don't know why. Like I have no, it wasn't even like a music swell or anything like that. And I was like, wait of what? Sorry. Just space at watching this, like this actual thing today, this afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was like. And I, I was shocked because, I mean, I can get emotional at, you know, TV shows or yeah, things yeah. that I'm into or yeah, whatever. The but end of the office. Looking at my dick, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Michael Scott says goodbye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. When he comes back at Jim and Pam's wedding and says, that's what she said. Yeah. Basically playing Steve Carell, not playing yeah. Michael Scott. Like, okay. Well, you said you cried at the end of the office. Uh, did I? Yes. I said I I've, cri- I've said I've cried at the end of Golden Girls. No, but you also <laughs> said you cried at the end of The Office. Maybe I yeah. guess so. I yeah. recall it. it I don't really remember memory. the end of The Office now. Neither do I, but yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's <laughs> my point. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point, though. No, it's I like, but like, this was not because so, I did not feel like this. I, it's not that I didn't feel like it at all watching the first one, but I I think I realized like there's multiple things here. It's. I think it's obviously personal, where it's like the zeitgeist of my life and what we just talked about, growing up in this weird, populated yet very numb, sterile. Yep. Nobody really wants to know you right. place. Uh, you know, fucking people Kinda speaking no different sperm. languages, yeah. <laughs> different types of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking trees smell like cum, but there's okay. no actual sperm in yeah, my cum. There's no action out there, <laughs> uh, except violent action. Yes. You know? Um. But uh. But yeah, I, I think I think that like a third of what I was feeling is a lot of my life has just been, which is why like when you're like nerdy and antisocial and people aren't super nice to you, you go into media. It's that, you know, you you read and you fucking escape into games yeah, and movies yeah. and TV shows and whatever. It's the classic like star Wars nerd, whatever yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and now that's normal because everyone's into that shit and it's the yeah. most popular stuff. But back when we were kids, it was still nerdy. You were the freaks. And you were got made fun of and whatever. I, you I remember going up to a friend when I moved down here. It was Chris, actually, which he, he, he's been a longtime nerd yeah. and all that fun stuff. But I remember going up because he was not ashamed, but just a little bit like, oh, not as into it. Because like, yeah. we were like... He went to some comic store around here and played that game Overpower. Oh, yeah. And I remember yeah. going up to him in the library. The Marvel library. one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like magic, but Marvel. With X Men and shit, yeah. And I remember going up to him. I was like, oh, my mom said I can go to the the, the fucking comic book store with you uh-huh. to get that stuff. And he was kind of like embarrassed, and everyone was like kind of looking at us. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I, but it's just that, like, growing yeah, up, you still like, had to kind of hide it. Had a hi- yeah. It wasn't the cool. Like, for a minute, it was cool to trade, like, Marvel cards. Right, and right, right. grew out of that. Yeah. 
And there was a, a point in time where it definitely wasn't cool to... Yeah. Because me, Sterling, Chris, and some other people were the only people that went to Comic-Con. Right. And not that I was ashamed, but it's like nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. It wasn't... We were the freak table. Yeah, yeah. You know, hanging out, whatever, in high school. Yeah. And then now it's the coolest thing, and everyone wants to go. And exactly. Like, wow, I'd love to go. It's like... Right. No offense, but... It's that. It like, is. A I was fuck here you. first, right? But, it know, is. Like, yeah, because you guys fucking. We went through a lot of us. negativity and right, shunning right, right. because of that, you know, yeah. um, and really just because we liked learning about things, no matter yeah. what it was. Where everyone else is like, I just want to learn about pussy and fucking skateboarding yeah. and whatever. Yeah, you know? I can jerk off to that for ten times a right. day. Okay? <laughs> ten times a week. Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, no, I'm going to shift it to day here at the last. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so there was there's that where it's like. There's something about this story in general that makes me envious of people in Point Pleasant, even though they lived through a tragedy. And the people that went through this were not happy they went no, through no, this. No, no. Um, they're also not too scared to talk about it either, though. Because, again, like nobody, as far as I can tell, now watching like four fucking documentaries about the Mothman, nobody got like murdered. Nobody's baby disappeared. The closest thing was that the Mothman swooped down on that lady who was holding her infant she drops the baby on the ground and then covers it because the the mo- she thinks the Mothman's swooping to grab it. Right. But that's the most violent action that okay. that is really reported by the Mothman. Right. Other than like, it could be considered violent to like be on the roof of the car and hanging on, which is kind of fucking <laughs> scary. You know? yeah. yeah. But but also yeah, it didn't go over the windshield and try to break in and like right, all right, the right. horror Not movie shit on everything. Yeah. Right. You know, so it hey, just comes to town yeah. and just yeah. hits on the hey, ladies at point pleasant. Hey, <laughs> Whatever you want. Who wants that? Who wants them? Put the vibe out to anyone. Right. Who cares? <laughs> see this wingspan, baby? Yeah. Don't uh, you see guys who fuck dogs of any sex? Like, <laughs> I'm a human in this situation. You yeah. are the dog. Hey, so. could, you, you could be gay in the male yeah, world, exactly. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could suck this blip. What is it? <laughs> you know, my blip. Yeah, it's a dick that phases <laughs> yeah. in and out of your reality. Yeah, you you know? know, it's like a, a hazy, foggy kind yeah. of TV situation. Yeah. But it's know? always hard in my dimension. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, all it's based, kind of a curse. <laughs> yeah, it's all based on the viewer and who's right. perceiving it. Yeah. I have to come to your dimension so I can come in your dimension exactly. and finally soften and feel relief. Correct. But then I'm sucked back into my own dimension. Right, right. And then sucked off. Uh, I mean, oddly enough, that does... So the second third of this is that I feel... I feel sadness for the Mothman. Like I feel like the Mothman in all this is just trying a tragic character. Because like, like I wonder with all the reports, is the Mothman trapped? Like, is he trapped between dimensions? Is he consciously trying to be seen or unseen? Like, because I mean, you could, if if the answer is he's always living, you know, flesh and bolts technology in our dimension, then that's fine. Then he's really a cryptid or an alien or something, right? right. right? Um, but you never saw other Mothmen. The description was all, unlike the the Boggy Creek monster, which I watched the uh, Seth Breedlove's other one of his other things. Like there actually over the years was like, oh, this one had greenish fur, this one had black fur, this one looked adolescent, you know, like things like that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a Bigfoot story, but right, right. Um, but it's like with the Mothman, it's like it's always the fucking same, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, it's weird where like because then there's the whole like. Is it a harbinger of doom kind of entity right, of right, some right. kind? Like, because they never even said it, but it's like almost like they they start implying towards the end with the very last story with the, the chunky guy whose dad passes away, and it becomes like this angel of death kind of thing that happens mm-hmm. where his dad saw that thing in his room five years ago when he had a death a near death scare. Right, because they go into yeah the whole owls and if a bird's in your house, right? And all the exactly, shit. Right, which is right, like right, then right, that's right. the archetype kind of too. Yeah, um, but it's so strange. It's like. Again, is the Mothman trapped in the areas 
surrounding West Virginia there. Yeah. Is it is it like also like if the Mothman is like interdimensional, what if what was decades for all these people is literally like two days of some experience for the Mothman, mm-hmm. right? Like what because it, it's they nobody ever sees it for more they see it for a long period of time compared to other cryptids, right? Where it's like I watched it for fifteen minutes while it stared at me, which is like right. insane. Like to to just fucking yeah. you know. Uh side note, it is crazy though. Again, not that I don't believe these people hundred percent. But there was never a photo taken of it, like right, once. Right, there was right, n- there's right. never photo evidence, and this this documentary is cool because it does some pretty good like night vision, creepy CG stuff to make it look like it was there, mm-hmm. like bringing the accounts to life of how they saw it in a tree or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like uh, tree, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, it I, I don't know. Like it's it's like is it a, if it's a fucking weird time traveler or whatever the fuck it is? Is it is it does it live somewhere else and is like falling into this, you know, whatever? I think that might be Harris. Chunting. Things are giving. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like, I don't know. There's some, there's a weird, I think what made me, I think what I, when I really teared up was right before, it's like I knew it was coming. I don't know why. When the one lady, <laughs> when the one lady has the account, this older lady, where she says, I'm looking out my window, and this was after the bridge collapse happened. She's like, I'm looking, she's calling the police, she's like, I'm looking out my window, and this winged thing with red eyes is there, but it is shivering and covering itself with its wings. It was snowing. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, it was like, I had this, like, this weird, like, it's a lost puppy kind of fucking thing. Like, I just felt very sad, and just out of nowhere, I was just, I wasn't bawling, but I was just, like, legit sobbing a little bit, and I have no, I really don't know why. And I, I think that there's a mix of of God, I wish I could have been one of these witnesses that had. I think it's like my. You could have saved it. You could have white knighted the uh, <laughs> yeah. the moth. I could have been a simp for the moth. Man. Yeah, you could have been uh, like nice to it and it, and wanted well, to see. Or... It's almost not that. It's I'm envious that I I've never experienced something like yet. that. Well, you know, yeah. and so that's a lot of people who. Yeah, because yeah. even and George that guy even are, says yeah. the guy the writer even says he's like he's like I thought I wanted to be an experiencer, but basically after writing this and hearing about and reading the books. I'm glad to not be an experiencer and just be kind of chasing the mystery and right, not, you right, know. Right. I don't think I'm there. Don't meet your heroes, right? <laughs> you got to cover that meat oh, with a condom. Yes. What were you going to say? Uh, Sorry, like Giorgio? no, 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 like Georgie and all those people, like Von Daniken. I have not had alien experience mm-hmm. ever. I've been in this field forever. Right. I never have. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, Georgia's had one or two, I think. When he well, had, he, he said the, the only one quest. was again like yeah. many years into all this. Yeah. Only a couple years ago did he sort of right. see some. I think he said he's whatever. had a ghost experience once, oh, but that maybe. was like on Facebook or Twitter right. or something. But um, but yeah, there's just something. There's something. It sounds hyperbolic to say tragic. I don't think it's tragic because mm-hmm. clearly this thing is capable and knows what it's doing. Whatever the fuck it is, um, it's a thick boy, <laughs> right? But uh, but yeah, it's just so. It's so like. It is so fucking weird. Like, what are the evolutionary advantages if it was a normal thing? Thing, yeah. If it's an interdimensional thing, what sort of fucking hell realm does it come from compared to how we perceive reality? Right. If it has glowing red eyes and leathery wings, it's like, like what? Where does it fucking come from? Yeah. Is it? It never seems like it's terrified or scared either. There's a there's like a confidence to the Mm Mothman. Not a cockiness, but just a comments where it's like it's just like it just fucking stares and whatever, and like nobody ever sees it make its noise, but everyone has heard like not everyone, but lots of people have heard 
the noise right. that it makes, which the lady says is like a movie pterodactyl mixed with like giggling. Because mm-hmm. John Keel reports yeah. a lot of people say it was like, like, <laughs> like those weird little stops yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Because even some people are like, this sounds like a child giggling outside my door and then it was, or my window and it was that thing. <laughs> Which that sounds horrifying. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but e- again, I mean, imagine even, let's say all this is normal and it is just a fucking giant mutant bird from yeah, wherever. Yeah. That's terrifying in and of itself. A 10 yeah. foot wingspan bird that's seven feet tall. Right. Um, which also, biologists, and they said this in Eyes of the Mothman too, they're like, that doesn't make sense because those wings wouldn't carry a seven foot tall it, just person, the of it. Yeah. even if it had hollow bones. But yeah. the way this thing moves around and the sounds it makes on roofs and things like that. It's clearly a heavy thing, right? Yeah. So my hooves, my hooves. <laughs> look at my hooves. What is that from? <laughs> Aren't they funny? My hooves. From Freddie got fingered when he's the zebra people. Because <laughs> I watched I it this summer I, oh at the God. lake, and he's just like the dumb <laughs> zebra cartoon. And it's like the zebras come to America. And, yeah, but they're like centaurs, but zebra. So I can't remember the name, but he's just like the whole thing's like, and his legs are like fully curly cued, yeah. like. <laughs> My hooves. So <laughs> That's one of the weirdest fucking movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking rip torn. Also, also oh, look at my yeah. ass. You fuck me? You want to fuck me? Huh? <laughs> it's like, also insane that that title made it through censorship and stuff like that. Yeah, but, the whole deal. Again, uh, and that one, it became a hit in DVD and right, cable. Like right, It was right. a big flop, and then it made a shit ton yeah, of money yeah. afterwards. Because <laughs> everyone realized how uh, dumb funny Tom it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which do we ever talk about how his friend Glenn Humplick, his redheaded oh, sidekick, yeah. looks and sounds kind of identical to Glummus, our oh, redheaded yeah. right, teacher right, right. from our web design class many years ago. Yeah, but I was I was like they're like the same person. One just right, has right. a lazier eye, <laughs> but they both have the like eh, I don't Bloody know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's like this. I don't know. It it was just like this weird. Weird response, and and then it happened again at the end. When I think again, it wasn't like the timing wasn't like oh the music swells and they say this perfect thing and you just let loose and cry because at the end I was already kind of done crying when the uh, the theme of it, which is kind of cool as well, it's not it's not a, a strong theme I would say they just kind of bookend the very beginning and the very end of it and you've kind of forgotten about the intro where there's like the girl the teenage girl who draws. The Mothman, and then she eventually sees it by the river and freaks right, out, right, and then right. the, the and then the movie ends with her coming back home, and she's terrified in her room, and the Mothman's eyes like, or sorry, there's moths outside her window, and then the last shot of the movie is the Mothman flying right. past her window. Um, but the theme is that, kind of like I was saying with the small town thing, fear, no matter what form it takes, unites all people, right. which is a very kind of fucked up and yet very true thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, which is why they're saying like, hey. As soon as aliens reveal themselves, all of our other little problems will probably go away because we're going to be under threat of this much more powerful force, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But the third out of three parts of why this was oddly emotional for me was because I think we have gotten a weird little taste of the unification of the paranormal. Because that's why, like, again, tiny, 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 tiny portion, but, like, watching, like, I think, I thought, so going back to, like, I also think that perhaps the emotional part is tied to Eyes of the Mothman was, I think, the first piece of, maybe not the first first, but like the first documentary or something 
that I watched when I moved into my yeah, old apartment so, away yeah. from my to- very toxic ex-girlfriend. Right. Very bad relationship. And watching that, I think it's because watching that was for the first time in my life something some piece of content made me less skeptical about the paranormal. I was like hyper skeptical and thought it was right. all bullshit and You're all Richard whatever. Dawkins out. Exactly, right? Yeah. And so it's like but so I was like holy shit, I can't I I cannot in good conscience say that these 300 people in this town that profited I mean they've profited now later on but they didn't profit right. for in the moment. 40 yeah. years and most of them were dead by that point. Like there was no profit made from this. It was a traumatizing thing. Like I couldn't deny that, you know, right, and so right, it was right. just such a like I, the eyes of Mothman was such a like uh, defining kind of moment, and honestly, probably the foundation of why I was like, let's do, let's watch. I want to watch Ancient Aliens. Let's look. Let me be into all this right, weird right. shit and just kind of make my yeah, own yeah, decision, yeah. right? Instead of just being like, ah, oh, fuck that. It's stupid, yeah. you know. And so, so it's meaningful in that way too. But like, I. Uh, Maybe that's why you teared up too. You were. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I think that's yeah. part of it as well. This, and it's like the first. Thing, yeah, like you said, post that relationship, that's you, your own yeah. thing. There's no ties to that ex right. life. I was so locked Let's in say. her life. Right. I wasn't really living my own life for right. five and years. And now this is your first step into like, well, this is all me. There's right. zero ties to her. This exactly. is finally, I can start cutting that, that yeah. wound away. Like, like really becoming an, an adult for the first time, right, even right. though I was, whatever, 29 or whatever when I yeah, broke up yeah, with yeah. her. Um, but or yeah, twenty eight or something. Whatever, it's like yeah. oh, I can like I can almost claim some of my mid twenties back or something, you know. But um, because life has been more interesting yeah. as I've been more interested in this stuff. Because so then right. like when Hellier came along, I think it's why I latched onto that so hard because it's just like a group of clearly a group of people that have made more of a, a business yeah. and a living out of this oh, stuff. Oh, big but, dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> Great. I am very no, glad no. I stopped that yeah, Patreon exactly. though, yeah. um, and that Facebook group. The, yes, exactly. Yeah, the people were so fucking annoying. Yeah. But um, which welcome to the theory members? Yeah, ex- I know. I, Barco, oh, Parco. I gotta tell Parco. you something about that Uh-oh. after we record. But uh, but uh, <laughs> and we're back. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's why I got into hell because it was like, oh, these people are. It was a very like. Even though we didn't fucking travel and do all this crazy shit they did and spend all this time and effort, like it was this like, oh, look at this kind of group of fairly normal people yeah. who live a fairly normal life. They also happen to be into this paranormal stuff. They're very well researched and intelligent and they're like finding all of these clues that somehow all fit together. And so then like because the theme of Hellier and then the theme of this then was because I think John Keel also wrote they said it in here, he wrote something called the Trojan Horse, which was all about the the interconnectedness of all paranormal activity because then your mind opens up where it's like okay if what are the through lines then like if the mothman is just energy that that manifests to whatever the user would see as the most fearful thing or whatever a why does that exist you know or do we make it exist like do we put that into it yeah and it's just energy or consciousness or whatever you know oh and now it's like mathematicians and scientists they're like uh, it's kind of seeming like the universe is made of what we think of as consciousness or something too. And so then people are like, oh, well, yeah, it's like if the universe is God, then we're all just tiny little aspects of God dreaming about himself and mm-hmm. like working out his issues. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, but uh, but anyway, it's like that's a whole other open can of worms. But um, 
the Hellier thing is really all about, it seems like anything we talk about loops back to Point Pleasant and the Mothman and Injured yeah, Cold yeah, yeah. This weird and psychic center. projection yeah. and tr- like aliens and ultraterrestrials and dimensions and talking to people from beyond an invisible wall, basically, yeah, yeah. whether they're alive, dead, or otherwise. And uh, and then you loop that to when we had our um, uh, spirit bo- or our, our Estes method spirit box yeah, sessions, yeah. which that I mean, we talk about it. Some it's not like it's like whatever, but it's like that was crazy. Like again, like anyone here, I know I'm sure the patrons are fine and believe us or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like we went into that completely cold <laughs> to, yeah. to pardon the pun, but like for for Steve, <laughs> who is listening to this, I can't hear anything. And he even censors himself because he's like, no fucking way that 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 the phrase Indrid, which is only right. ever heard when we've talked about Indrid cold. Yeah. Uh, like he's like, you, like you said Ingrid, like to like try to right, almost right, cover right. it up because you're like, there's no way it can be that on the nose, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and then you said cold after, and it's like, how like so if let's say if, mathematical possibilities, and- right. If it was some other force, that's fucking insane. Right. If somehow we projected that into the electric magnetic space to come through, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> like right, there's right, no right. there's no situation where that is normal, right? Yeah, or yeah. what we would call normal. And yeah. so I think then by the end I was feeling like like a connection with the people in the town that made this documentary with the other people that were interviewed because it's like we're oh the Goonies adventure like friend. we've gotten yeah. a little tiny taste of that so I so then looping back to my first thing it's like I'm finally in a weird way feeling like part of that community in a right, strange right, way right, right. you know they're in, finally accepting us even though they well, know we're here <laughs> yeah. well exactly like in a, in a life where I've never wanted to be part of any community really right right, right. Um, even though it's just based on anger and pain and all that yeah, stuff yeah. too it's but it's like it's a weird thing where it's like again the the trillionth of one percent that we experienced uh it's just like how of all things did it connect back to this you right. know again whether i put it or you put it yeah somehow into a device is fucking like crazy right, cia right, right, right. psychic weird shit i mean we fucking remote viewed bobandy's house and stuff yeah, like that yeah, you know yeah. and so um There's but wacky stuff happening Right, and I'm just, but I'm, just, and I'm just like, and there are people like it's all bullshit. You're fucking bullshit. It's like, right. Well, we're we're genuinely will believe it's bullshit, but mm-hmm. we'll also say we're open to it, and we're just right doing this <laughs> right. stuff, and it's we're just kind of stumbling <laughs> right. around. We're not experts. We're right. not, you know, hardcore trying to push an agenda either way. We're right. just like this is it, and right, this is what we're trying. Did you a, a true scientific approach? Like, hey. Did that work or not work? Right, yes exactly. No. Yes, do this. No, do that. Like, right. hey, we're just testing it out. We right. don't. We could have missed on every single one. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> the, and again, maybe there's these like super duper subconscious things that like, sure were connected, and that's like when I because we did the dumb drawing thing and like you yeah hit yeah a few more times than I did right and you hit the Bobandy thing house. and then yeah. the channeling shit I hit those dickheads mm-hmm. you know Mr. Cold sorry for out right. there you dickhead but <laughs> and talking about um, germ and right, prison right. and all those weird right, things right, like being right. quarantined and all that shit because so, that was back in April you know right right so it's like maybe there's like su- some super duper su- which that's still crazy because that's not proven science that's my point that, yeah if somehow know. we are projecting our deep subconscious through devices or media or able to manifest them in yeah like hearing it or, right you know because like well you 
hear it in that, and you kind of hear it, so you draw to it. It's like, but right. still, that's crazy. Yes, that, that <laughs> exactly. That. And also, as as I, I know about Bandy's listening, he will attest that I got some hyper specific details about his fucking house, like yeah, yeah. on the river, a corner house specifically. Yeah, the grass goes down to the like literally yeah, all yeah. these things, like, and it, it's just something that kept. I literally was just like. Try to think of Bobani's house. Try to th- and yes, it's Florida and whatever too. But like, just try to think of his house. And a, there's houses that look like a billion different things, or right, in, right. in in just Miami, Florida, where he is anyway, or the right, area right, around right, it, whatever. Right. It's like, but it's I mean, it's not like oh well, I just drew a house with two windows and a door, and well, I have two windows and a door. It's like no, it was very yeah, specific. Yeah. And again, some of those shapes we drew were very specific. Yeah. Uh, and then, and we had big misses too, where it was like, nope, yeah, not at fine. all. Yeah. Which again, we're fine with that too. It's like <laughs> it was okay, our first like, time doing yeah. it too. Like right, right. I thought we'd have nothing. Right, right. To actually have a hit is yes. This crazy. is what we call <laughs> the hit. There you go. <laughs> the hit towel. But it's but yeah. But I mean, a- again, the and then when I talked to um, to Greg Newkirk when we were like first in the Hellier and like I reached out on Twitter and stuff and was sending him memes and whatever, I asked him. My first thing I asked him was like, hey. Being the skeptic, like, why didn't you guys pump the fucking audio of the Estes Method sessions into the cameras or your mics or whatever on Hellier? And he's like, because you wouldn't really be hearing what I would be hearing or what right. Connor was hearing because yeah. it's right. psychic projection. Yeah. And it's like, and then we kind of experienced that. I don't, I don't know if you would have heard the same thing I, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's again, it's it's. I think that humanity is understanding the power of consciousness and how consciousness is a medium of the universe in a mm-hmm, weird way. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's like if everything's made of star, star stuff, so does consciousness have to be yeah, made of yeah, all yeah. those elements kind of too, you know? And so we just, we just haven't got small enough to know the elements of the elements of right, the elements. Right, right, so right. Um, it's just weird that, yeah, if we're manifesting this stuff, that also means it's actually more true than untrue because right. people are somehow making these things real. Right. It's almost like making a dream or a nightmare real. Yeah. And again, even if it was simple as that, and if, if everyone in the world understood that completely and the Mothman disappeared, I'd go, wow, we went through a time where we didn't realize we were manifesting crazy nightmare shapes and, and living things and whatever, too. I don't right, think that's right, the right. case here. But like, uh, I, I, ha- I think that the Mothman is an interdimensional thing. Like, because of that guy with the static and like whatever, like, I just don't. I don't know. It's it's a very. Why would this thing be living around there? No one ever sees it eating anything. No one ever. Right. You know. It's like, and then it has this. And then what's the draw to this zone? Right. And then at the same time, how is it this big fucking coincidence that injured cold like twenty miles west uh, meets that like Willie Ford or that fucking yeah, yeah, guy, or yeah. Darren I think that guy's name is Burberger. And he's like literally hanging out with him and talking to him for years. Yeah. Um. And I think there and there's pictures of him, just like there's pictures of Valiant Thor, the fucking alien guy that yeah. was in like Congress and shit. Um, there's pictures of him, and then but then also the Men in Black are described as similar, where they're like just smiling, right. but they're like kind of disturbing, and like they go into um, they go into Mary Hire, the journalist's office, but like a month before she dies, mm-hmm. which also is like were they fucking harbingers of her death or something yeah, doom yeah, like too? Yeah, because they they ask her for a pen. And then they, yeah, <laughs> we are injured Baja. Uh, and oh, Baja, cold. Yeah, Can you put the heater on? Nice. <laughs> hey, bro, put the fucking yeah, heater on in your fucking officer, bro. Yeah, fucking get back. Baja's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your cat over there. 
Speaking of, her nose is probably down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just smearing into yeah. Matt's sweat over there. Well, that's um, not a chair he sits in. <laughs> I got to defend him. <laughs> he doesn't well, ball straddle the chair like that. You no, know, like fine. you do, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I've seen you ride that chair. <laughs> There's some wild nights here. Just mashing my tape yeah. in that thing. Um, but, um, uh,. Oh, Indrid. Okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. So, uh, he asked for one of those men in black asked for a pen and then asks like acts like he's never seen one before, right. which that's like an M Night Shyamalan level creepy. Fu- like it's nothing overtly scary, but like that's Just such weird. a weird yeah. behavior. Uh, and anyway, so again, this this documentary just leading it back to like the present. This documentary doesn't go a lot into anything but the Mothman and the people. But I think that's its strength because I think I'm sure that uh, Seth Breedlove's very aware of Eyes of the Mothman, yeah, yeah, and doesn't need to rehash the same exact stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But more than anything, I actually watching the first one because my wife has been asking me like, "Hey, like, as soon as there's some vaccines or things open up a little bit, like, where do you want to travel?" Because she really wants to just get the fuck yeah, out yeah, and yeah, travel yeah. somewhere. She's like, even in the states, like, where do you want to go? Like, I think I'm going to tell her now. I want to go not only to, but I want to fucking go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And go to the Mothman West Festival Virginia, if it happens this year, mama. which would be, which could be content for yeah. the show too, because right, that's right, not right. till September. So there's a chance that a year. things yeah. could be opened up enough to have a convention which, again. Uh, I would tag along and get my own room, right? But we could do a disc golf trip on the East Coast. Well, that too. But I was going to say Columbus, Ohio, and go to the oh, yeah. Dog Hotel. Ex- yes, that'd be cool. Because my buddy Larry's about to have another baby, and he has mm. a child, so we could hang out, or I could yeah. at least hang no, that'd out. Be, no, that'd be totally, because yeah, we yeah. want to do that too. We'd go to Hoof Hearted, yeah. stay at that demo hotel. No, my wife, oh, there she, I knew it. I knew she was going to surprise us. Um, surprise. But, um, oh, thanks, babe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that would be a cool trip mm-hmm. to stop by the Mothman Festival too, and just right. see no, Point totally. Pleasant, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. And see if we fucking feel anything or experience, like, whatever. Just just right, to be right. there, you know? Just yeah. to meet, uh, you know, Wamsley's daughter in there yeah. now that she's inherited. And by that time, I'm sure he'll... Mm-hmm. Well, it might be his last year doing the whole thing. But also, that guy's a local celebrity. I guarantee he's going to yeah, be doing that shit. Be, or yeah, related he's not forever. Let, let go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, like, I had a very... I haven't even talked to, to my wife about it, too. But, like, again, did not think I was going to be, like... Especially, especially when the credits were rolling, I was just openly crying, and I just didn't. Right. I know why, but I didn't know why. I was very surprised because there was nothing. Like Crazy. I just yeah. overall, I, I, and I'm, I, I just wrote some emails. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I'm sure that I implanted some stuff on there, like we talked about. But there was <laughs> now she's playing with your cat. It was just yeah. jamming her head I into the am, thing yeah, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I did not think that was going to happen. You know, it doesn't, and it actually doesn't make me. Even love Day. this doc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that loud blackbird's a handsome right, man. Right. Uh, no, it doesn't even make me like this documentary anymore. Like, there's, right. I don't even have any instant nostalgia for it. It actually, it gives me those feelings like when I watched Eyes of the Mothman, where it's like, oh, I'm kind of a part of something now, just yeah. because I'm interested in it. Right, you know, right. which is kind of the Greg Newkirk thing, where he's like, hey, because you're into this and you're spending spiritual, mental energy on this. Right. You're a part of this quantum. You're a part yeah. of this ritual too now. Yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah. which is what their whole theory is that yeah. there's some. Ma- oh, penitent we- man will pass only the penitent man. Penitent man. <laughs> we didn't even touch on that too. Is that what Eyes of the Mothman? I don't think ever went into, but Hellier did a little bit. Was that there apparently is a lot of occult activity, like people in hoods that oh, have been right. seen doing 
weird cat shit. sacrifices and fucking uh, bonfire, you know, rituals and things like that out in that TNT area where the munitions depots are. So, right. And well, they're sure drawn weirdos, which some could be real, right. some are probably, you know, just Well, weirdos. and John John Keel's whole thing is that because there were there were reports of that back in the 60s mm-hmm. and so he's like maybe then cuz he was a total skeptic. One shit. Exactly. Like he was a total skeptic when it all started. And and that's why people like his book so much which came out not until 1975 based on all of his research was The Mothman Prophecies was his book. Right. Um but even he was like, I think if anything, the most likely thing, he's like, which is crazy for me to say this as not usually a believer, is that these occultists perhaps opened a doorway for this thing to come through. Oh, right, you know? right, right. Because the Indians there, the Native Americans have think, thought for centuries that the, the whole land of West Virginia was cursed. All the beautiful, lush, you know, yeah, yeah. overgrowth and everything. So um, anyway, that was another aspect where it's like, it's it's cool. You know, I don't really know if yeah, that's yeah. the case, but um, but people say that you know, magic is really not magic. It's just hyper-conscious intent to make something happen. Right. So now that those Even are... Even what your words, it doesn't matter. Uh, right. Which there was a show on Netflix where it's like these, like... It's like a witch and warlock school, and then they get attacked by these outside people. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, it's just your intention of the words, not the words themselves. Right. It's like It's like you've always said, we've talked about dog training, and you're like... You can sit there and tell a dog, I'm going to fucking stab you in the yeah. throat, baby. Right, 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 right. And the dog's just going, hey, I love yeah. you. Because it's it's understanding your emotional intent. Right, right. Because they're very emotional creatures, which it's like, if that's the, if most of, if most of living things, aside from us humans, are emotion and like more mood and consciousness based and vibration based, yeah. that says a lot more about the world than it does that just we are more communication and data and like whatever analytical base you know so um anyway i would i highly recommend this i think it's worth the five bucks to watch this right i would recommend if anyone hasn't to watch eyes of the mothman first you i I don't think you've done a thing uh, yes exactly so i don't think you need to watch um the prequel to this the prequel to this which is the the mothman of point pleasant now if you want to support Seth Breedlove. I mean, it's free on Amazon right. Prime, so watch it. It's you know, it's not going to cost you anything because it's it's only an hour long. It's good. It's like a lot. It gives you a quick recap of everything. Um, but the eyes of the Mothman is really good. Other than the the fallacy at the end of saying, "Oh, it all stopped," mm-hmm. you know, past nineteen sixty seven after the bridge collapse because it didn't. So right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I would I would recommend this. Um, worth the five bucks. I would also I'd again, my I wife kick her out of bed. <laughs> my wife, my wife and I watched the Bogey Creek Monster. There's a couple other we'll probably watch too. So I like this guy's style in yeah, general. Yeah. It's a lot of information, moves well. I wish he didn't always use the same narrator in all of his shit, but it's a, that's a that's a minor gripe. Yeah. Like the guy's a good narrator, I guess. It's just you know, it's kind of all kick him out. it all makes it sound like a tall tale or something well, like that. But anyway, um, any other thoughts? Uh, besides those ones on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, thanks, thanks everyone for all your support here on Patreon. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Tell them to give us more of your fucking money. More of your fucking money. Other than that, we'll see you for Adventurous Ghosts in a few days or a week or whatever. Sometime this month. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving! Bye! Bye.